You're listening to the Look Right Naked podcast. I'm your host, Eric Bach. This is the podcast for men and women who want to look right naked without living in the gym. If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. I made a huge mistake when I first started training, and it's a mistake that I see people make all the time at every different level. And you know what it is? It's when you're natural, you're not on anabolic steroids, you're training like somebody who's on anabolic steroids. And so what I want to do is I want to save you the pain of unmet expectations and unrealistic expectations of annoying joint pain and frankly, marathon workouts that simply are not worth your time. And make no mistake, training and building lean muscle, the same principles apply whether you are somebody who is enhanced on anabolics or if you are natural. But the methods to get there are different. And in fact, doing too much in the gym, especially when you are natural, when you're not artificially enhanced with steroids, is going to slow down your progress and actually work against you. So instead of getting lost in the search for the perfect program, what you need is a set of rock solid time tested principles to help you radically transform your body. And as we like to say, look great naked without living in the gym. And so what we're going to cover next, the eight worst muscle building mistakes for natural lifters and what you should be doing instead. So real talk, let's talk about when Eric first got involved in the gym, right? When I was 14 years old, I was five foot two, 103 pounds. I was an absolute little runt. And I'll tell you what, my confidence, the way I carried myself, it correlated directly with my body, right, wrong. That's what it was. And so what I did, right, I wanted to get bigger. I wanted to get stronger for sports, namely football, because when I was on the football field, I'll tell you what, I was a target. In fact, I recall one practice vividly where I was on kick return coverage and the kick returner had a breakaway. He had the option of either outrunning me, I didn't have the angle, or running through me. And at that point, I provided less resistance than a blade of grass when he sent Eric's tiny little ass flying through the ground before I was plastered directly on the rock solid ground. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is muscle building genetics, hey, tell you what, I do not have anything more than average. And in fact, what I had to learn early on was a lot of things that you see out there don't quite work because a lot of the tools, a lot of the workouts, a lot of the tips that you see popularized on social media in articles, well, they don't quite hit what most people actually need because your entire life is not dedicated around building lean muscle. You have different interests in your life. You have other hobbies beyond walking up on stage and flexing some oiled up butt cheeks for everybody else to judge you on a scorecard, right? And so what we need to think about is think about these wise words from legendary bodybuilder, Mike Mentzer. And is the workout of champions is not the workout that helped them become champions. Put it different way, you need to understand that there's a significant difference between what somebody with an elite level physique is doing with their training and what most people should actually be doing. Because if you can't properly recover from those workouts, if you can't get those components dialed in, well, you might be putting in a lot of effort, but it's simply going to be too much. So here's exactly what we need to focus on to help you get to the best possible physique that you can. And as we like to say, look great naked without living in the gym and make sure that you stick around for the last tip because it's absolutely crucial to have this mindset dial in if you want to be able to maximize lean muscle growth without gaining body fat. Natural lifting mistake number one, early specialization. By early specialization, what I mean is overly focusing on building lean muscle or even sports specific training if that's what you're going for before you actually have a base of strength. And so what do I mean by a base of strength? 
A base of strength is having sufficient strength in most of the big compound exercises. Now, you don't have to live and die by the bench, squat, and deadlift. What you should understand is there are key movement patterns that you need to get stronger in. But let me tell you why, right? Think about a pyramid. The height of a pyramid is actually dictated by the size of the base. And when it comes to building your best looking body, the base is strength. When you are stronger, you can recruit more muscle fibers. When you are stronger, you can generate more force. When you are stronger, using higher volume workouts that you often see for building lean muscle are gonna be more effective. And so what a lot of people do is because they wanna change what their body looks like and they're not, you know, their, their head is in the right, or their heart is in the right place, but their head is just a little bit misguided here, is they focus right away on these advanced bodybuilder level type routines before they have that base of strength, right? So what we need to do is actually shift that focus to focusing on getting strong. And here's what I want you to think about. Imagine we have two different lifters. Lifter A can squat 315 pounds for five reps. Great. Lifter B, same size person, can squat 185 pounds for five reps. Now, the person who's doing 365 pounds is gonna be able to recruit a lot more muscle fibers. So imagine recruiting 20% more muscle fibers that they can then fatigue. But in addition, right, when you are stronger, you can do a lot more total work throughout that duration of the workout, creating a bigger muscle building stimulus as long as you can recover from it. In addition, when you focus on getting stronger first, guess what? You're gonna have improved tendon strength, increased bone mineral density, all these other components that are absolutely crucial to your long-term health and training career when you wanna be able to build the best looking body possible. So the biggest thing that you need to focus on, especially if you are natural, is getting strong in big movement patterns, like a bench press type movement pattern, a horizontal row, a squat, a hinge, and finding the right exercise for your body. Obviously it's gonna vary based on your age, based on your training history, based on you know your genetics, but finding the key list for you and getting very strong in those first. Directly, you will build muscle in the beginning, but long-term, it's gonna build the base of that pyramid so everything that you do from that point on functions that much better. Natural lifting mistake number two, setting unrealistic expectations. Now, this is not your fault if you have the idea that you would build muscle or lose fat a lot faster than you should. In fact, there's a lot of bullshit that is out there in the fitness industry that dramatically skews what people expect that they can do. And the problem with that is, if your expectations aren't realistic, if they are not in alignment with what you can realistically do, physiologically speaking, then guess what? Everything is gonna feel like a failure. Everything is gonna feel like it's not working. And for most people, what this does, that actually sets them up for information overload, to always be looking for the next bright, shiny object, the miracle supplement, the perfect workout, the breakthrough diet that they haven't tried yet. And what happens is, people end up shifting what they are doing far too quickly and far too often, meaning they will never fully be able to maximize the results from their training because training isn't as simple as you just do a workout, you build, burn calories and then trigger some muscle growth right there and it's done. No, proper programming actually stacks success from one phase to the next phase to the next phase. And that's why important, that's why it's so crucial to be focusing on completing complete workout programs that are designed specifically for you. And that's why we have things like our minimalist muscle blitz, which starts with a four week plan that actually grows in to as long as a 24 week plan that stacks success time and time again. Now, when it comes to unrealistic expectations, this is what you should understand. When it comes to building lean muscle, and we can look at some of the research here, both from Lyle McDonald and Alan Aragon, but fast progress, if you're brand new to the gym, would be adding two to three pounds of muscle per month. 
right? Now you might add a little bit more scale weight, but in terms of actually accumulating lean tissue, you can expect to add maybe two or three pounds a month if you're doing everything right when it comes to your training, with your diet, and with your nutrition, right? And so that's a lot slower than what most people expect. That said, if you stuck to a solid muscle building program and really nailed everything for the complete year, your body will dramatically change if you had 25 pounds of lean muscle. But if you're beyond a beginner, that process slows down, right? Somebody who's intermediate, who's been training and doing everything correctly for a couple of years now, that fast result might be one pound to one and a half pounds. And if you've been training solidly with great principles and consistency for six, seven, eight plus years, fast muscle growth might actually be as slow as a quarter to half a pound in a month. So you need to tailor your expectations based on your ability levels and even more importantly, how well you're sticking to things like your diet, your recovery, and your training. And with realistic expectations and what you can accomplish as a natural lifter, that's going to set you forth with a great idea of how long you should focus on building lean muscle. So your expectations have to be set within reality for what a natural lifter can do. Natural lifting mistake number three, using the wrong workout split. So this is what you need to understand with a big difference between what most people who are enhanced on steroids are gonna be doing for a workout split versus what is optimal for you. Somebody who's busy, who has a schedule and doesn't step on stage to flex oil up butt cheeks and get judged by other people. And the answer really comes down to training frequency and muscle protein synthesis, right? So muscle protein synthesis is a basic biological process in which your body is going to trigger specific proteins to help your muscles grow. And one of the key things that we want to focus on with our training is to increase muscle protein synthesis so your muscles can get jacked, right? If we want to build your arms, we've got to train them a little bit more often. But here's the catch. When somebody is on anabolics, when they're on performance enhancing substances, they're always in a state of positive protein synthesis. But if you are not, if you're not on anabolics, if your testosterone levels are within normal physiological ranges, well, your muscle protein synthesis after lifting weights stays elevated for 24 to 36 hours in a target muscle. So if you hit your chest on Monday, by Wednesday, that muscle protein synthesis, that target area for growth is basically gone. Now, here's why this is important. Many times what you will see with high-level bodybuilders with people who are potentially on anabolics is they're going to be training muscle groups maybe one day per week and kind of leave it alone from that point. What we think about here is a typical body part split. Now, there's a little bit more training frequency depending on how you can do this, but for simplicity's sake, this is what you need to understand. Somebody might be training their chest on Monday and then they don't hit their chest again for the entire week. This could work well if you are enhanced simply because your ability to do work is going to be way, way higher. And that muscle protein synthesis stays elevated because of the substances that you're on, meaning you can train a lot harder with a lot more intensity and volume within each workout. And that muscle protein synthesis stays elevated. However, if you are not, if you're natty, well, guess what? Well, that muscle protein synthesis downregulates after 36 hours. So what we need to do, we'd be better off in actually training those muscle groups more often. Meaning a best option that you can do is something like an upper lower type training split, right? Train your upper body, then your lower body, upper body, then lower body. Meaning you're going to have to actually break up your workout volume a little bit and spread it out over the course of the week. But for example, using your chest, if you could hit your chest on Monday and then hit it again on Thursday, we're increasing muscle protein synthesis multiple times throughout the week to help you grow your chest. 
Pretty cool, right? So a program that does this, like I mentioned, would be our minimalist muscle blitz because you are training things multiple times per week. But other great options here, yeah, a typical upper-lower split, um, sometimes a push-pull type split can do very well if you're training total body. But you need to understand that there's a significant difference on what happens with your body physiologically when you're on gear. And therefore, you need to be able to make adjustments to your training to increase muscle protein synthesis a little bit more often. Natural lifting mistake number four, too much intra-workout volume. Remember what we just talked about with muscle protein synthesis and how it's elevated for about 36 hours? Well, guess what? We can't hit our muscles with the same amount of volume, like training all out on chest on Monday and then training all out again, say on Thursday, and expect to be able to recover. Because what happens is our body has a limited capacity for recovery. What you need to think about is every single time that you hit the gym, you are digging a hole. You are digging, digging, digging and we need to actually refill that hole if we want to grow and we can only refill that hole with soil if we are sleeping properly if we're getting the right food and if our training volume intensity and all those different things are in alignment right so what we need to think about here instead of just crushing say 50 sets of chest on monday not being able to pick your arms up for the next couple days you'd be much better off actually dividing that volume up over the course of the week say maybe you're going to hit 25 sets on a monday and then another 25 sets on Thursday. The reason is, again, we can increase that muscle protein synthesis a little bit more. And in addition, we also need to consider cortisol. Cortisol is our body's primary stress hormone. And so when we have crazy high training volume, that can be a stressor on our body, especially if you're natural. So we want to be able to make sure that these components are in alignment because if workout volume is too high as a natural lifter, well, guess what? We're going to have elevated cortisol. We're not going to be able to fully recover from all the work that we're doing. And you're not going to get the payoff that you should from all the hard work that you're putting in directly. Natural lifting mistake number five, way too long of workouts and not enough intensity. One of the biggest mistakes that I see when I go to the gym is too much junk volume. People just doing sets and reps without any aim, without any goal, without any intensity. And a lot of times what we see is people don't know how to train intense enough. So they just try to make it up by throwing a few more exercises here, a few more sets there. Your mindset, especially as a natural lifter, should be to get into the gym, train intensely, and then get back out. And a couple of things that we can do and that we can integrate directly to boost training intensity, help you build more lean muscle and look great naked. One, using higher intensity methods, such as cluster training, rest pause sets, and even extended sets. You see, it's even fine to go past Failure, if you do it safely and intelligently, and by going past failure, I don't mean squatting until you can no longer get up. I mean going towards technical failure right before your tech, your technique starts to break down or then filling the gaps in with you know some solid isolation work where you're going to muscular failure. But what we have to understand is the overall principle here, right? We want to keep optimal form, but we have to be able to push that intensity to a point where we have to force our body to change. You see, your body's not just going to change because you're doing the same workout time and time again, right? If Billy Bob keeps going in the gym and he's lifting the same 135 pounds that he was three years ago, well, guess what? Billy Bob is going to look the same. We don't want to be like Billy Bob. We got to progressively increase that intensity so you can build the body that you want. Natural lifting mistake number six, idiotic dieting. Now, when you're a natural, you cannot cut as aggressively for fat loss or you cannot build lean muscle as aggressively as somebody who is enhanced. And the reason comes down to a few things. One, our work capacity is going to be lower compared to those individuals. In addition, somebody who's enhanced, well, guess what? They're going to be able to actually recover while being in a calorie deficit much more effectively than we would otherwise be able to do. And so what we need to think about is we need to set proper expectations. 
if you are a natural lifter and you're looking to build lean muscle, the number one thing that you should do in the beginning is to focus on getting your body fat down to about 12 to 15%. And the reason that we want to do that is it's going to help you improve nutrient partitioning, meaning your body's going to do a better job of taking the foods that you're putting into your body and putting them where we want. You're going to have things like improved insulin sensitivity, so better blood sugar control. And even on top of that, well, you know what? you're gonna be able to minimize fat gain when you're bulking up, right? Because the vast majority of people say, listen, I wanna build muscle and lose fat. Cool, but if you wanna be able to do that, you have to be lean in the first place. Otherwise, when you start to jack calories up, your body's just gonna deposit those directly around your love handles instead of your biceps. So dieting, it has to be done with a practical long view and you should get lean before you're trying to build lean muscle if you wanna minimize fat gain. Natural lifting mistake number seven, changing exercises too often. Many people see the workouts of their favorite influencer, some advanced lifter, and immediately think that they need to demolish their biceps with seven different types of bicep curl to hit every single muscle fiber and be able to grow. Now, can this be entertaining? Can this be fun as hell? Hell yeah. Like I love to hit the gym with my buddies and we just demolish a muscle every now and then. But this is a mistake, especially if you're not already strong. And this comes back to one of the first things that we said earlier in the pod, right? We can't mistake in the workouts that somebody who's already in great shape is currently following for the ones that help them get there. This is like confusing an investment strategy when you're first getting started trying to build wealth with somebody who's about to retire and is trying to reduce risk. When you change exercises too often, your body never becomes efficient at that actual exercise. We need to treat training like skill development, right? So the better you get at an exercise, you're gonna be able to recruit muscle fibers better. You're gonna be able to tune in and feel that muscle much more effectively. And that's what makes it a better muscle building activity. And when you have that monkey mind mentality, when you're thinking, I need to change this, I need to make this adjustment, I'm all of a sudden in the plateau, that is what keeps most people small. That is what prevents most people from getting the results and the body that they should. So what we need to do, we need to focus on finding the right exercises for you and getting incredibly well-skilled at them. Ultimately, success comes down to the ruthless execution of the basics, not the fanciest workout that you can find. Natural lifting mistake number eight is having a pessimistic mindset. And one of the biggest things that natural lifters, especially skinny guys have, is believing that everyone who's bigger than them is all of a sudden on gear or on steroids or that it's not practical. And listen, you should have a bullshit detector. Obviously, there are a lot of charlatans and people who do not have your best interest in mind and will take everything under the sun, claim that they're natty, and then try to sell you a $7 program on the back end. Totally get that. Yes, there are liars out there, but what you should be doing is not instilling this limiting belief on what you can do. If you do that in the beginning, you're really sabotaging your chance of success before you even get started. A much better option is to educate your signs on steroid use and really understand if somebody looks a certain way, what exactly might be going on there? So you can have a better idea of, is this information relevant for me? Can I use it? Or is this something I want to back away from? But believing everybody is on gear, come on, that's really some weak shit. And honestly, it sets you up from failure in the beginning because you're setting limiting beliefs on what you can actually do. You shouldn't let somebody else determine what you can specifically do in the gym. And if you attach a low bar and create excuses from the get-go, again, you're shooting yourself in the foot before you can even get started. So what are the mistakes that you need to avoid as a natural lifter if you wanna maximize lean muscle growth? Number one, early specialization. If you try to get focus only on building muscle right from the get-go without a base of strength, your progress is gonna be much slower. Number two, having unrealistic expectations on how fast you can actually grow. The process of building muscle is much slower 
than fat loss. So we need to have the proper runway so we can actually build lean muscle without falling into self-sabotage. Number three, using the wrong workout split. We want to train muscle groups more often throughout the week to increase muscle protein synthesis. My top recommendation would be our minimalist muscle blitz. Number four, having too much intra-workout volume, meaning each individual workout has too many sets, too many reps, and goes for far too long. One of your biggest enemies as a natural lifter is cortisol. And if our training volume is far too high, we can't recover. And even if we're working hard, we're not going to grow. Number five, training too long and not intense enough, meaning that workout that you're doing right now, you're going to be much better off getting after it, being very intense and very focused for 45 to 60 minutes with a clear-cut idea of what you should be doing and why. Number six, dumb dieting. If you're dieting nonstop, if you are taking aggressive fat loss approaches or far too aggressive bulks where you're adding a ton of body fat, it's not going to work nearly as well for you as it would with somebody on gear. We need to set the expectation on how fast your body can actually make progress and then set forth with realistic expectations on how aggressively you should cut or bulk. Natural lifting mistake, number seven, changing exercises too often. When you change exercises too often, you never developed a skill of the lift. You never develop your ability to actually maximize everything that you're doing. And by extension, what happens? You develop this monkey mind mentality that has you program hopping and changing gears before you actually are able to make progress. Then the biggest mistake of all, number eight, is having a pessimistic mindset. Don't set limiting beliefs on what you can or can't do. And don't believe that everyone who's bigger than you is all of a sudden on gear. Instead, educate yourself. Educate yourself on what it looks like when somebody who's artificially enhanced. And when you do that, you'll be able to build your own bullshit detector and be able to understand what is good advice, what is not good advice, and how you can differentiate so you can become self-sufficient with your fitness for good. And ultimately, that's the goal, right? So if you want to be able to look great naked without living in the gym, make sure you are focusing on avoiding these big eight mistakes and optimizing your training for the body that you want. Hey, it's Eric here again. Now, there are three ways that I can help you look great naked. Number one, if you want to grab a free copy of the Look Great Naked protocol to help you lose body fat without counting calories, then go to bachperformance.com backslash free training. Number two, if you're a busy guy looking to build muscle, then I recommend checking out our Minimalist Muscle Blitz, which has helped over 1,000 men build muscle without living in the gym. Just go to minimalistmuscleblitz.com. The link will also be available in the show notes. Or number three, and last, if you want to work with me directly and get the best results possible, apply at bachperformance.com backslash coaching to look great naked without living in the gym. Until next time, my friend. Yeah.